Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Angela, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate you allowing me to get this story out. It's really important that people hear it because, yeah, like you said, I'm an ordinary citizen. So if it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone. So ultimately this started, and just take us back because I know this has been, I think it all started in at some point in December you've been dealing with this, but it started with, you know, these posters coming up, children coming home, asking parents questions about things that they were seeing on posters. Can you take us through the posters and specifically what was going on? But but I'm just going to point out before you describe this, to me, nothing, nothing really would call for a government investigation of a parent if you question any poster, no matter what it says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, come on. But can you take us through what, what happened just... In a, in a real way, your child comes home and asks you a question. Can you take us through what happened, Angela? So actually, I've been dealing with this since December 22nd when, just to correct the story a little bit, mm-hmm. um, my, entire, my entire family, my two daughters, who at the time were six and seven, and my husband went to what, what my district calls uh, math night. And while we were at math night, right at the entrance of the upper elementary school was an entire wall covered with posters. And now from a distance, you know, you're not really sure what these posters are because they were very colorful. But as you got closer, you started to realize, oh, my goodness. And yes, many of the posters said words like polysexual, pansexual. So my seven-year-old, who's fully capable of reading, um, had some questions. I had some questions. I was deeply concerned. Like, why is this hanging in on the walls of an elementary school? Um, I went directly to the superintendent. I actually reached out to a parent of one of the kids' posters that were hanging, and I actually went to a board member. All of them told me I just had to get over it, that my kids are going to learn these things on the playground and on social media, and I just need to embrace sexuality in elementary school. Well, I... I didn't embrace sexuality in elementary school. So like many parents, I went on Facebook to a parent page with like-minded parents, and I pretty much shared my concerns. I shared the poster with no student names. You know, I just said, you know, what do you guys think? I think this is, I shared my concerns, honestly, but respectfully. My post even said that this isn't about individuals. I believe all people are deserving of love and respect as a Mm -hmm. Christian woman that's that's how I approach things. I just don't think that my six and seven year old should be learning about or being exposed to sexual terms at school. Uh, and what happened, I don't know if you want me to go into that, is, is yeah. it's actually unbelievable. Um, 
Yeah, go, so, go into it. it. And, and this is public. I mean, this is public information. A, a lieutenant colonel, you learned, a lieutenant colonel, Christopher Schilling, uh, apparently took issue with the fact that you put this on a Facebook group setting, which I imagine you were reaching out to other parents to say, what, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. Take us through. I mean, I can't even imagine yeah. what that felt like. Oh, my goodness. Somebody in the United yeah. States military takes issue yeah. and takes action. So we've learned that Chris Schilling is not a lieutenant colonel, but unfortunately, okay. through 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 a recent um, OPRA request, which in New Jersey is called the Open Public Records Act request, we've learned that 16 government officials were involved in surveilling me and the su- uh, suppression of my speech and essentially going on a public uh campaign to defame my name. So while Chris Schilling is a mid- major, there actually were not only a Lieutenant Colonel Megan Hall, but actually a cur- the colonel of the base was part of this. So was Homeland Security, um, the state oh police, uh, uh, yeah, the New Jersey State Police Counterterrorism Unit. So essentially, after I posted on face- Facebook, um, these government government officials behind the scene we've now learned with documentation uh sprung into action started sending multiple emails to each other essentially in hysteria saying how do we get this post taken down it's making our school look bad we don't like it they claimed that me complaining about the school was going to get children killed that i was a security threat that i was a terrorist which essentially was complete gaslighting they just didn't like my opinion um and then to make things worse, Chris Schilling, who is in the military, and while he's not um, a lieutenant colonel, he went on social media and he started posting everything that was happening behind the scene. So he was telling the entire community that the joint base had reached out to other law enforcement agencies. They were taking the security threat very seriously. Um it was absolutely insane. I was scared. I was harassed. I had people sitting outside my house. It, it's om- it's almost unbelievable in this country that something like this could happen. And now that we have these documents, we mm-hmm. could actually see what, what our government officials are doing behind the scenes to essentially go after a mom who posted on Facebook. It is scary. I'm a daughter a uh, and granddaughter of veterans. So I believe that our military personnel are deserving of love and respect and admiration. But, but this is not the military that my family was a part of. And I think all parents should be aware that this is happening. Um, and that if it, like, again, if it can happen to me, I don't, I, I don't go to rallies. I'm not super political in the sense if you go on my Facebook, you're going to you're going to see me pictures of my kids baking cookies. <laughs> like, right. Uh, so to be to be labeled a terrorist and an extremist, they wanted me to be unemployable. Um, and one final point, the local police chief got involved in these emails. And in one of the emails, he actually said, I got one. I got her social media post down. And I'm going to keep getting other media posts down. So he was essentially the cat's paw with the military surveillance to get all of my social media down. So I was essentially unpersoned. Wow. So I know know that there are calls, and and now I'm getting the the update. It's U.S. Army Major Christopher Schilling that he did talk about. I guess there there was some confirmation of this whole situation. So at least we're getting the confirmation. But... 
My question is if if you are considered by them as an outlier or somebody who is anti DEI, right? Diversity, equity, inclusion, then my mm-hmm. argument is, well, if that's true, if if mom of at the time six and seven year old little kids, you know, what is that, first first and second grade, right? If if Angela Redding, this mommy is, oh, she's terrible and nobody agrees with her, then why would they not want such a Facebook posting to just exist? And people would go, oh, well, we we support these posters. We like these posters. And so what's obvious to me, Angela, is that obviously you garnered a lot of surprise. First of all, you you were making people aware, but, but there are thousands of people who, who have supported you. And that's the problem. The problem is that you're not an outlier. You're actually somebody who is widely supported in your community. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, they want to silence you. They don't want you to, to call this out or say that you have a problem with it because then they know that if multiple parents by the hundreds say, you know what, do we have to have the posters already? And, and I did hear from another parent who had said that their child, young child in your, you know, in your child's age range had came home and the line was, mommy, what's a polysexual? That was, you know, and I think as much as I'm, I'm getting pushback on social media, Angela, and I get it all the time when people say, oh, this stuff about three-year-olds being sexual beings and so on and so forth, this has been around a long time. I'm just going to say... I am a person who I have traveled the world. I am an Emmy Award winning journalist. I've worked mm-hmm. in national networks. I've worked in local news here in Philadelphia. I, I really don't think that the term polysexual is something that is a widely used word that necessarily six and seven year olds have heard of. So to say, oh, this no. is common knowledge, it's, it's really not. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Can we agree? It's absolutely not. It's absolutely not, and it's gaslighting because my kids don't even know what sex is. So my post actually said that. How can my kids be accepting of polysexuals? They don't know what sex is. This is inappropriate. But I do just want to follow up on your point that I did have widespread support when I first posted on Facebook, and now I have national support, mm-hmm. which is why the, the military went on this. Um, social media campaign to paint me as an extremist and terrorist. They actually created a petition calling me an extremist and had individuals sign it, which said that I put a target on the backs of children and now right-wing extremists were going to come shoot up the school. So they were successful in their slander campaign because I lost friends. My name has been completely tarnished in the community because of this campaign online, uh, people that I once were friends with actually thought that my social media posts posed a security threat. Because when you have the police saying it, the military saying mm-hmm. it, and then the this, this school district actually, on behalf of the military, put out a statement to the entire community saying they were taking the security threat and concerns very serious, seriously. Mm-hmm. And it, it just gave legitimacy to this. And uh, so to some degree, they were successful. But I think now that it's a national news story, I have a much wider audience of people who support me. But I don't don't need support as parents. We need to come together to ensure this doesn't happen to, to anybody else ever again. 
And so what's the latest on this? Because, you know, you've mentioned this, that you went, you went on some kind of a list and I, I, apparently they, they have, you know, at least they admitted it. But I mean, to think of, I can't even imagine if I found out I'm on a, a state homeland security list, the state police, uh, this is the, the prosecutor's office, their mm-hmm. counterterrorism. Uh, you know, this is, so how do you get off that list? And what do you do next? What are you doing to, to stand up for yourself? And is this a case where you feel like your reputation has been damaged at this point by these individuals who took your freedom of speech as a parent questioning something and now they make you out to be some kind of a extremist like terrorist basically? Yeah, I mean, so just just to correct a little bit, they did not admit anything. Um, given the fact that I have some, I'm in my last year of law school and I was a two-term school board member, I, I have an understanding of the way New Jersey law um, works. So I ended up doing the government document request to get these okay. these emails and correspondence. So it's not like they came out and said, we're so sorry, we involve Homeland Security and, and the police. And they didn't. I got those after fighting with them, I mean, they tried to deny me multiple times, but eventually there's a law in New Jersey. You have to give me these documents. Right. I was able to, I was able to see the behind the scenes, what was happening. Um, so I am now represented by the Thomas More Society. Um, I'm not going to speak exactly of what, you know, our litigation strategy is, but mm-hmm. I can tell you that I have a national law firm backing me to ensure this never happens to anyone again. Um, and, to your point, my reputation has been completely damaged. I mean, if you were to search my name, you'll see some good things, but you'll also see things that are just a complete mischaracterization of me. This impacts my professional career as a lawyer. It impacts my friendships, the emotional toll that it's taken on me and my children. Because I think we people often forget I have two small children right. who have, have been going through this with me while I try to shield them as much as they can. um, They knew what was going on. We had to pull them from school during this time period. We didn't feel that they were safe in the building. So um, this truly has been something that I'm just trying to put my life back together. They really did a great job of trying to unperson me Mm -hmm. and they held the power and I'm hoping that I can take some of that power back and help right. others move moving forward. That's really what I want because this cannot happen to anyone else. It really cannot because this chills speech people watching what happened to me have come up to me. like, I'm not posting online. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. people are like, I don't, I, people are like, I'm even scared to say that I'm your friend. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. the, and, and I, to some degree, I understand where they're coming from. People just want to live their lives. They don't want the government to label them, harass them, and surveil them. Now, I did see at one point when I was researching this, I saw that the one um, shilling had had posted something on social media, right? And had, so that at least there is uh, the acknowledgement of, of what's going on here. And that's... I think that's a good thing, by the way. I think transparency, I think especially if you're doing something as an official in in any, you know, you have that big job in the United States military. So that's the question. But but for me, you know, you're you're a mom 
and you're going up against not just local law enforcement, but state police and people in the military. So my question here, where do you go from here? How do you get off their list? And what else are they look? What what is the level by which they're investigating you, your husband, your family? Your you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that through some sort of litigation through my representation, we're able to learn the extent of how deep this runs, what list I'm on, how else they're surveilling me in my daily you know just living living my life right now. What we're going off of are these emails. And these are now public emails, so if any, you know, anybody can read them, and when you read them, you will be appalled and you will be scared to see what our government is doing behind the scenes uh, in attacking and surveilling a local mom in a small town. It would blow everybody away. So I am scared every day Ugh. of who's watching me, what are they doing, um, what will happen to my children? We have enrolled our kids in a new school district for next year. We can't move. My husband owns a company, but we're trying to do everything we can right now to protect my kids uh, moving forward. But this is not an easy process. But I do think, uh, and this is how I have to thank you, making this a, a story so that people are aware, I think yeah. is going to not only bring attention to it but i hope that they the military i have a little bit of power now the military homeland security the state police and the local police if you're listening i'm going to start fighting back and we will find out the extent of what you have done to me and to other parents and we will do everything we can i will do everything i can to ensure that this stops and it doesn't happen and I hope my federal representatives get involved in this. I know Jim Jordan, we sent a letter to him because they were doing um, panels on the weaponization of the federal government. We just need to get the word out. That's, that's how I take my life back, but also give parents, um, make them see that they have somebody on their side. Right. Yeah. Now they what I guess their side of the the story with it is that they they feel their their statement is that by by publishing a poster that was because some of the kids I guess had made the poster with little flags mm-hmm. all over it and I guess their their statement is although I don't see it maybe it's too small but their statement was well you're you're outing these kids who made the poster or or you're somehow encouraging that these fourth to sixth graders um, would be the subject of, of bullying or they're being outed because they're making an LGBTQ plus poster that, right. That's their, and I, I think yeah. it was scratched out one name you scratched out, but I mean, what do you say to that? I mean, what was your goal mm-hmm. in posting this? Was this to out any kids who made <laughs> some of these posters? I have to ask the question. Oh, no, and I appreciate that question. Just to give you some context, I've spent 10 years working in public education as a special ed teacher, gen ed teacher, before going to law school. Education and children are my life. In no way, shape, or form would I ever try to shame or out any child. I did not post anything with any names of children, but not for nothing. 
when you walk into a public school mm-hmm. and there's a giant wall in the front of the building, right? Mm-hmm. You would assume that this is something you're proud of, right? right? So imagine this. Imagine if I posted a picture of these posters online and I said, how wonderful are these posters? Right. I love it. Inclusivity. The whole, I'd be lauded. Everybody would love me. They would say that I'm the best human on the planet. The problem is, I posted these public posters with no names, mm-hmm. and I disagreed with them. But that didn't put the target on anyone's back. Every day, these kids had to walk by these posters. So, so it's, it's not like I brought to light something, like, secretive. I, I always give this analogy. It's not like I was walking through the school building. Right. I walked into a, a fifth-grade classroom, and in the corner of the teacher's desk was their pride flag, and I took a picture of it. This was... They wanted me to see it. They wanted parents to see it. I disagreed with it. There was no violence that was going to happen to children. Right-wingers don't see posters online and, and they'll go, go harm children. This is what I consider moral blackmail. Um, if, if you say that somebody's speech is going to cause violence, mm-hmm. that's because you don't want them to speak anymore. Right. And... I think it was disingenuous to say those things. I think it was gaslighting. And to some degree, it was effective. That's the tactics that they use. But again, I actually reached out to the parent of one of the kids who made the posters and told them, like, listen, I have concerns and I'm going to post about this. Um, and I said, I made sure no names, no names are listed. But and that was, I don't think we should. Yeah, that was I don't one think of we should claims. live in a. Yeah, and I don't think that we should live in a society where parents are set, are told, mm-hmm. you are not allowed to share or talk about anything on the walls of the schools that you walk through. Mm-hmm. That's insane. These are our buildings. Right. These are tax-funded buildings. So if, you, if you're concerned that something on the wall is going to lead to violence, well, then maybe the question is, why is it on the wall? Yeah, absolutely. It, there was... They did release a, you know, a statement that was released to the media. Any information or concerns received by Joint Base McGuire Dix Lakehurst is passed on to the local civilian law enforcement responsible for jurisdiction. And mm-hmm. so they're, you know, they release these statements. So ultimately they are, you know, I, I think they're, they're owning it. The fact that they're involved, that they're investigating. And so to me, that, that blows my mind that this would go to the level, even if somebody in the community complained about a parent's Facebook page, about a poster, it blows my mind that somehow the United States military would, would, would even if they take the civilian, like, I don't even understand that. It, it's, it defies yeah. everything that I would, I, Angela, yeah. I, I just, seriously, I have a hard time wrapping my brain around this, that this is going on. So ultimately now you're, you're with Thomas More Society. You're, you're what? Are you going to sue those individuals or what, what is your reaction to this? What, how do you move forward? So I'm letting Thomas More Society, they've been working on my case since December. Um, I'm letting them take the, take the legal reins and what they think is best. We did want to wait till we got, um, my document request back because mm-hmm. we really want to make sure that any complaint that is filed is completely bolstered and has really good arguments because courts in New Jersey do tend to lean more liberal, even the federal um, circuit courts. So we want to ensure that any arguments that we're making 
are completely backed by by evidence, even though that's not the standard when you initially file a complaint. So I look forward to what we do in the coming week. Um, I think that will become public soon enough of what our complaint is and what we're alleging. But I'm just so grateful to the Thomas More Society to step forward and say, we, we are here to protect your civil liberties and we are going to help you get your life back. Without them, I don't know what I would do because I felt powerless for so long. I'm just a mom. How do you go up against 16 government officials and five agencies? I, I just don't know how any person could handle that on their own. And I'm just so grateful to the support that they've been providing me and for people like you who are giving me an ability to share this story with with the world mm-hmm. because I truly believe that my story is not unique. Right. Um, it, it's not. It, it's really not. And, and that- I, I, can, I, I can send you the documents, too, if you want to read them. I know they were in the, um, the recent news story, but if you want to read through them, you, your, mind, yeah. your mind will be blown. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And we, we want to stay with this because this is so, so much of the time. Un- unfortunately, this is what happens where something like a Facebook post where, you know, because I think when you're not a public person, your Facebook, you know, you have some followers, grandparents and local community. You don't expect that one Facebook post, which you're allowed as a, as a free person, as a mom, to say, hey, what are you guys thinking about, about this? Or I'm concerned about this. Or my seven-year-old is asking these questions. And I just, I, you know, I'm bothered by some of this. They're, they're young and I don't want their innocence taken from them. It's not, fr- from everything I'm seeing, Angela, I don't see anything in here that is uh, something that is, you know, anti-anything, anti-LGBTQ+. <sighs> it's not that. It's, it's more about, I think, parents saying, what is age-appropriate for my kid and it and 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 is this age appropriate? I think that's part of, of of an okay conversation for adults to have, but to go to the supersized level where we have like you know U.S. Air Force um, majors and lieutenant colonels going after and confirming that yes we've we've been looking into this and using words like a terrorist or an extremist to me they have no place in doing that and that makes me think, if it's happening to Angela in New Jersey, where else is it happening? Because I kind of doubt that you're the only one. That's the scary part. Um, And I don't know how much time I have, but I do want to make you aware of one other thing. While I'm not your so-called, like, public official, at the time all of this happened, I was on the regional school board. So where these posters were hanging, it was at the local school board, for those who are not in New Jersey, we have like 600, you know, mm-hmm. school districts. So um, I was on the regional school board, but this had nothing to do with my right. post. I mean, my post was really explicit. Like, this is just me and my local public school right. district and my local town. Um, but, yes, yeah, so it wasn't like I was some, you know, big shot politician. And what this actually led to was military officials actually sent letters to the superintendent on the board I was on and said that I should resign from my position. And essentially, based on the harassment from the military, I ended up resigning for the health and safety of my children. It just was 
it just was too much. So not only did they get my post taken down with the support of the local police, not only did they harass and surveil me, but they got involved in local elections of school board members and essentially coerced and forced me to resign from my from my seat because they did not want me to have any ability to speak. And I think that's really, really scary. Yeah. Well, Angela, thank you. Thank you for sharing the details of your story. And I look forward to, uh, you know, I think all of us on WPHT want to continue looking into this, following now your legal case as it moves forward. And so thank you so much for, for speaking out on this and having the courage to speak out. Thank you, Angela. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.